Hello, everybody. This is the Friendly Bear Podcast, where we interview some of the best and brightest traders in the trading community. Listen to inspiring stories and nuggets of insight from current and future game changers in the trading space. Listen and learn as we explore all types of trading niches with some of the best in the industry from a Friendly Bear point of view. Make sure to check out the Friendly Bear Podcast new YouTube channel called Friendly Bear Research, which includes all the podcast video content and supplemental screen shares. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. With that being said, I'm your host, David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and this is the Friendly Bear Podcast. Let's dive in. All right, what's up, guys? It's David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and right now I'm at the top of the Los Angeles Athletic Club. Once again, um, last Sunday I came back and I, I made a, re- uh, a podcast on the rooftop, and it went well. I enjoyed doing it. Last time, you guys didn't realize as much, but there was like a helicopter going around like for the beginning. It was like, it was a lot of noise and um, the microphone worked out, man. I'm like this clip on this Lapo microphone. It really, really works well, man. But anyways, uh, and like I always remember when I first started the podcast, I didn't have any of the right microphones. The microphone was always like um, the one I connect to my laptop was always problematic. So now I have all the good stuff, man. It's pretty good. Pretty cool. Okay, so. Before we get started, um, yeah, March 1st through the 3rd, we have the Conscious Trading Conference right there at the U.S. Bank Tower the first day, Friday, March 1st. That's where I trade out of, man. Believe it or not, I'm at the freaking U.S. Bank Tower. It's pretty crazy, man. The the trophy skyscraper of Los Angeles. That's where I am located. That's where I have my beast computer set up and my, you know, everything is, is like so nice. And then the 54th floor is the Vista space. It's like a, an area we're going we're gonna to gra- gather there as a group and do a mastermind. So Friday, March 1st, for the VIP ticket holders, we're going to go have a tour of my office. You get to see the exact trading setup that I have. You get to ask questions. I know some people ask, how do you trade so many shares and how do you do this? How do you do that? Well, how do you do all these accounts? Well, you got to go in person and, and, and uh, you can ask. You know, it's like you can't, you're not going to see that stuff on YouTube. You're not going to see that stuff anywhere. You got to go there and see for yourself an actual setup. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have everyone tour it. And then we're going to go to the 54th floor and have a mastermind. And there's some really good traders coming through, really good trader friends of mine. And um, I'm excited for that, man. Then, of course, Sam Dagash, the mind alchemist, is flying in from Dubai. And um, he's going to be part of that mastermind on Friday, March 1st. Okay, so Friday, March 1st, we're doing that. Saturday, March 2nd, we're doing the Double Tree Hotel, which is not too far from here. It's Little, Little Tokyo. Little Tokyo is pretty cool, man. So it's like in downtown, they have a little Japanese section, you know, a little where they originated after World War II. Big Japanese community in Little Tokyo with the reminiscence. They're still there. Really cool place. The best sushi, I think, in, in, uh, in the U.S., outside of New York, probably, or maybe even more than New York. But um, so we got that March 2nd. And then after the conference, we're going to the Brazilian Steakhouse for the whoever has the VIP tickets. We're gonna do like another dinner with. I got some really good trader friends coming through for that. Um, it's gonna be epic, man. Brazilian steak. I mean, come on. And of course, it's vegetarian options if you're vegetarian. Shout out to Vesh. I did a podcast with Vesh. I know he's vegetarian. I always use his analogy. He's probably gonna watch this podcast. So shout out to you, Vesh. But he uses the analogy of like 
he has his identity as a vegetarian. So even if you put like filet mignon in front of him, he's not going to touch it. Just like you shouldn't trade nano floats. A nano float is like you're a vegetarian and someone puts a tomahawk steak filet mignon in front of you. You're like, I don't care, man. If you have your discipline down, that's your identity. You're going to oh, here we go. The helicopters again, man. <laughs> Yo, it's right there. It's right there. Um, but yeah, so shout out to Vesh. I did a really good podcast with him, by the way, for his channel. And he's, he's um, started a YouTube channel. And I was one of the first people to support him in that channel. I, I gave him a one hour of complete game. One hour. I don't hold back, man. Whoever knows me knows I don't have, like, the fears of uh, my edge getting leaked out because I'm a discretionary trader. And, I've, and it's, like, so much going on with the way I trade that I'm just an open book, man. If if you have the right attitude and you have the right, and you know, you're dedicated and, you know, Vesh has that. So I was like, here you go, Vesh. I'm an open book. Let's do it. So an hour long straight of just game. No holding back. So yeah, go check out Vesh's podcast for that. Okay, and then finally, March 3rd, we're coming here to the Athletic Club. My second home. Freaking awesome. Historic Athletic Club. So it's not just a a gym, it's an actual social club. So back in the day, all the Hollywood actors, you know, it's LA, right? You got Hollywood. They used to come over here and just hang out. And there's pictures of them all over the place and they're old like swim trunks and stuff and uh, fencing and all this, like really boxing with the mustaches, you know, they twisted the mustache. That was, they had that here. You'll see like all the Hollywood actors with like the mustaches and like, you know, the really weird stances of, of boxing. And, yeah, so they would come over here, they'll do all this health stuff, and then they'll just go to the restaurant, the bar, to socialize. They'll have a room here dedicated to them. Really cool history. And they have, like, this room called the Blue Room. It's, like, a lot of history. And that's where we're going to have the mastermind. That's one of my favorite places to go um, to read books and just to hang out, socialize with a few people. Because people here, your environment is, like, you know... The type of people that you encounter here, people you want to you want to surround yourself with. So anyway, the Blue Room. I've been doing lately some Instagram lives from there. Actually, be after this podcast, I'm gonna go over there and just do an Instagram live. I, I enjoy it. So if I enjoy it and it's like productive, and like I'm in, I'm interacting with the people that I like to interact with, I'm gonna keep doing it. So yeah, go, you know. So that's available. That's uh, if you're aware of it, like the Instagram live. Um, another thing, I switched up this view. You get to see the Intercontinental and you get to see the U.S. Bank Tower. Both are the tallest skyscrapers west of the Mississippi. Now, the Intercontinental, technically, I mentioned this last time, technically, it's a little bit taller than the U.S. Bank Tower. I mean, you can kind of tell from this angle, but they cheated. They put the freaking antenna. So you see, I wasn't bullshitting. That, like, that doesn't count, man. This counts. That's not like you're just putting this this tacky antenna on top. Anyway, um, the other day they had an event um, in Venice. Uh, some events, I think SMB Capital and Traders for a Cause, they were there. And the next day, um, Centerpoint. Yeah, we went to go have breakfast. That's my favorite spot to have breakfast, man. So I went to go have breakfast with Centerpoint. Shout out to Centerpoint. At the 70th floor, actually, no, I think it's 60, 68 or something. And um, the best breakfast buffet. If you ever, if you guys ever see like my Instagram stories, once in a blue, I'll be like at breakfast, like at nine in the morning or something there. 
that's when like I used to trade pre-market a lot. I'll have like a nice pre-market gains and then I'll go have breakfast over there, man. The sickest place for breakfast in the, in, in LA and probably one of the best places for breakfast in the whole US. Um, but anyway, today, what are we covering today? Oh, the weather is awesome, by the way. 78 degrees in January. That's pretty crazy, man. LA. So yeah, okay. So anyway, today we're going to cover removing stressors from your life to give yourself a, the odds of success, better odds for success in trading. So this is one thing I did early on. I realized it early on. It's like, you know, trading, You have, so few people actually make it, you know, because like anyone can just open an account and start trading and like, you know, it has a high failure rate, just like with business. Businesses has a high success a failure rate as well. So like, what is going to give you better odds of success? So I was like, okay, man, you know, so this is just like the odds are stacked against you. Like when I started, I had a laptop and a few thousand dollars. Like, so what makes me think, what, what, why, what makes me like to give, you know, like what makes me the guy that's going to succeed? I'm like, you know, there's like the odds are super stacked against you. So I was like, all right, man. In order to give myself a shot, not only do I have to study, like, a, a ridiculous amount of time, but, like, I'm going to have to t- do things that people don't really want to do and things that I didn't want to do. I used to be very social going to the clubs and the bars, and it, I realized um, after, like, a, a little bit, I'll say, like, a, a year of part-time, two years of part-time trading and, like, you know, still doing, like, my profession in the past, architecture, I realized, okay, I, I think this is a way better potential for a life that I want to live trading rather than architecture. I looked at the architects I was uh, surrounded with at the firm, you know, older gentlemen with the, you know, cars that I didn't like, you know, use cars. I, they, they, oh, a Mercedes. I remember there was one architect had a Mercedes from like 1999 and I met, ima- and he's been, he's an older architect. Now I'm, I imagine, damn. So this guy bought that Mercedes brand new and he, he was excited about his life. And it just, what happened, man? Where's that excitement now? He's still driving that car. And he's still, like, with the same 9 to 5. He probably at one point early on was, like, really excited about the life that he was going to live. He's an architect. This And it just slowly that fizzled away. That's just a routine now he's going to do forever until he retires. I was like, God damn, I don't want to do that. So anyway, around 2018 or so, I realized, okay, man, I'm going to have to stop everything stop partying on the weekends no more nightlife i'm from miami originally big nightlife over there in south beach i stopped that and then 2019 i was tweaking things up here and there because you know it's just you know it's it's uh difficult to let go of things you know like like social life and stuff so but i went all full hermit mode you know so then 2019 december 2019 december 15th 2019 I completely eliminated alcohol. I was like, all right, no more alcohol from here on out. I'm done. And because I was like, I want to get profitable. I was like a year of full-time study from 2000, late 2018 to 19. I, I was rent, I rented an office space and I would just study like 10 hours a day. And then I, which is not too far from here, by the way, it's behind this building. So like a WeWork kind of shared office space. It's called Spaces. It's just like WeWork. I think um, Spaces bought WeWork recently. But anyway, 
I was um, studying, doing all that studying and seeing little progress. I was, I was flat, a little bit green, and I saw the potential, but I was like, I saw, you know, the successful peers in my, in my course, chat room, whatever, with the Sykes courses. I saw them succeeding more, you know, and uh, I was like, man, uh, I saw what it was doing with them. Like, their life was changing exponentially. They're, they were making a lot of gains from a small amount of money. I was like, you know, so I had good examples in front of me. So I was like, all right, so December 15, 2019, I was like, all right, man, I'm just going to cut out the alcohol, you know, completely. And of course, the first December 31st, 2019, I was invited by some by some friends to go and um, to a you know a place to celebrate the New Year's. And everyone's asking me, hey, hey champagne. I was like, I was turning it down. Like, oh, I said, I don't drink. And so how long you don't drink? I said, two weeks. They said, oh, two weeks. Uh, just uh, it's, uh, they, they thought it was a joke because everyone quits for like two weeks. And, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, he says he's two weeks. It's like, just just have one, man. So then I quickly, after like the third person or so that asked me that, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to say like two years. And then people respected two years. And then they're like, oh, okay, he, you know, since people stopped asking. It was a big party. And um, I remember uh, I got like a, I re- they gave me a champagne. I just got sick of telling people I don't drink. And then uh, they gave me a champagne glass and I put it down. I, I replaced it with the water glass and I toasted everybody with water. And that was it. That was like the the only kind of hurdle I had the, the first two weeks. After that, it was cruise control. I knew I wasn't going to drink. I knew I wasn't. I was totally focused. I had got rid of my car earlier. I got rid of my car because the car in L.A., you know, you got first you got traffic. Gas was giving me a problem because I, I was completely broke at the time of spending my money, pissing my money away on gas and then insurance and registration. I was I remember being behind on registration that, and, I, and I got a ticket and I'm like, damn, bro, like I just nonstop tickets, parking tickets, uh, registration ticket. Um, I'm, I was behind on insurance like before gas cost money, traffic. The traffic is so stressful. Like how, you, you know, so I was like, I'm done with this. So I sold my car and moved downtown. And um, I organized my life slowly to give myself the best odds to succeed at trading. So because I remember not just once, this happened a couple times over a period of like 2017 to 19 where, or 18, where I had a parking ticket before the market opened. You know, because in L.A., you have like sometimes on, uh, in residential areas, Thursday, Wednesday is street sweep and other areas is Thursday, Friday, street sweep. So you have to move your car like it's a whole industry, man. Like they, they make a lot of money from this. And it's like everybody gets a ticket. You get to like allocate a certain amount of tickets per year. And then after you get three, they could put a yellow boot in your car. And, and like, you know, you, go, you wake up in the morning to a yellow boot in your car, you know, it ruins your whole day. So I remember getting a ticket. Uh, six in the morning and the market opens at six thirty. So how am I supposed to put myself in a position to succeed when I, I got this uh, ticket now? And it's like the second, third one, or if it's the second, you're like, oh my god, is it the third one? The third one, like they're gonna tow my car. The next one I get, I gotta go solve this. You gotta go figure out. You know, it's like it's a disaster. So I got rid of the car, and then eventually I got rid of alcohol, and slowly, you know, I was putting myself in position to succeed. You know. And just to 100% focus, I was eliminating stressors. And on top of that, I was paying down debt. It's paying down debt because I was tutoring at this time. I wasn't doing Uber anymore. I was doing uh, tutoring, 
tutoring kids like in Beverly Hills and I would take uh, the light rail line all the time to them. I wouldn't even, it, it, you know, it would be minimal cost. So like I was just removing stressors. The cars, the, the, the light rail did not stress me out. I, you know, thinking about it now, I had a, a sense of awareness there. So even though it's the public transportation, I'm sitting in the light rail and I would, I would, I would read a book. I would read a book or something, something productive. And then I would go and uh, that, that student I had was pretty walking distance from the light rail. So I walked to the student and I, this is no stress. You know, I wasn't sitting in traffic. I wasn't worried about tickets. I wasn't worried about gas running out. I wasn't worried about anything. Just, uh, just me and the time for me to get to there and do my job and get back and study. So focusing on just studying, not, nothing else. So it's like things that were like affecting me for productivity, I took them out. And I know like bills, let's say, you know, debt stresses you, me out, stresses everybody out. For the most part, if you're if you've got too much of it, so I would slowly pay down the debt. I would get rid of these things, and then like I freed up mental capital. I go over that a lot, right? So mental capital was freed up, so I can focus my time and energy to study. And yeah, I gave myself really good odds. Now the drinking thing, I think this is like you know, more people should should uh, should do that. You know, you know what I'm saying? I saw um, in the new year Lance Breitstein he put out a tweet saying, you know, he, he wants to cut down alcohol to one to two drinks a week and if possible, none. So if he's saying that, and he's an eight-figure trader, highly successful, high-performing person, then I think that highlights it all right there. For me, I take it a step further. Personally, for me, you got to know yourself. Everybody's different. I want to cut it out. Cut it out. And early on, for me to grow, I don't know how other people start, but I know how I started with barely anything, barely anything. So, like, if I go out on a Friday night that I don't deserve to go out when I was broke and I get drunk or semi-drunk and then the next day I wake up late, I'm hungover, I don't feel I don't feel 100 percent, you know, and now like I'm going to go study. And, you know, I'm studying like and I get tired faster because like my body is not at the highest performance that it should be. That, that slows down, that, that over time, you know, you're going to get left behind by someone that doesn't do, that just doesn't drink, you know, you, so you give yourself better odds, and like, I remember like, um, going to Kobe Bryant, he used to do, he performed at the highest, highest level, super high level, but like, um, he used to work out like one more or two more times more than like all the other NBA athletes, and then over a period of time, you just can't catch up to him. It just compounded so much. You just like, once he does that for a year or two, it's like you're left behind. Like your time ran out on you. You can't compete with that guy. So it's like the same thing with um, cutting out the alcohol. You're better. You wake up on time. You're, you feel better. You're able to retain more information. You have more mental clarity. You just have less stress in your life because, you know, people do stupid things when they drink. And say stupid things, they gotta like go back and fix all the mess they created for themselves. So you eliminate so many problems. So alcohol just creates so much problems. So just eliminate it. And then you know, you have a higher chance to succeed. Of course, nothing is guaranteed, but you wanna give yourself, I think you know, you gotta be aware of like these things that give you the best chance, increase your chances of success. 
Training is so hard itself. Like so many people fail. I've been around for a while now. I've seen so many people come and go. So many of them. And, you know, it's sometimes it comes down to like one or two things that you could have changed that could have increased your chances for success. You know? Um, so going back for me was, uh, yeah, that car. Getting rid of that car and then getting rid of alcohol. And then, on, you know, that's, that's the, what I, the highlighted things. But constantly on a daily basis back then, I was doing things to give myself a chance for success. Getting the office space so I can focus. Um, just, just tweaking everything up. Getting, building, building the right habits for success. And then guess what happens? Luck, what is it? Uh, opportunity, what do you call it? Luck meets opportunity or something? I don't, I don't know. February 2020, this, I, I, I said December 15th, I stopped alcohol. December 31st, 2019, I was at that party and they, they, everybody was drinking. I decided not to. I toasted with the water. And then 2020, February, COVID happens. March happens. And then May 2020, I have my first $20,000 month. So I put myself in the right position. Thank God. I stopped drinking in December 15, 2019. Because if I would have continued that, I don't know if I would have been there on time to catch that when I did. So the earlier you start, the better, man, to start to be aware of these things. Because, like, that's some crazy shit. So, like, I think about that a lot. I was like, damn, I decided magically to stop drinking at the perfect time, at the last opportunity. I started 2020 completely sober and completely with better habits. I, my car was gone. I was in position. I put myself in position. And then May, well, actually, what was crazy is March 2020, I had my biggest loss. And I was like mentally prepared and every, I was doing all the right things that it was easy for me to take the learnings from that loss and move forward. If I, if I didn't have like the mental clarity from like, you know, if I was distracted by other things, I might have interpreted that loss the wrong way. You know, but since I was I was grounded, I was ready, I was ready to take that loss and learn from it and move forward. As that loss, if you guys saw the Tim Sykes interview that I did like uh, three, four weeks ago, I did it three or four weeks ago. It came out like like a week and a half ago. But um, I said, yeah. So that loss prepared me to make some changes for that crazy market in 2020. So that loss, I was swinging an OTC stock short, a paid pump. And it went bonkers. You can go see that podcast yourself um, or that interview from Sykes. I described it pretty well. I've gone over it so many times on previous podcasts. It's like, I'm done. I'm not going to break it down in detail. But the gist of it is I made a couple of changes moving forward. And I was able to capitalize on that market in 2020. And ever since then, I w- I've been growing ever since then. But that initial, for whoever's trying to get profitable, you need that initial, you know, profitable, that you know, you need that initial profitability, that foundation to grow from. So you got to give yourself the best odds of success to reach that, to reach that level where you're consistently profitable and you're able to grow from there, you know? So anyways, that sums it up. I'm going to go enjoy the rest of uh, my Sunday here. 22 minutes. It's not bad. Sunday is pretty nice. So yes, you get to see the view. I want to get the nighttime pretty soon. The nighttime, it all lights up really nice. So, yeah, tomorrow in the morning, I'm going to be right there, man. I'm going to be right there. And, like, yeah, I was talking May 2020. I was right there. 
I was in there <laughs> as well. I've been there all ever since. Anyways, I'll see you guys later. That concludes today's episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to the channel on the platform you use. The Friendly Bear Podcast is hosted by me, David, where you can find me on Twitter at reverse underscore long. You can find the Friendly Bear Podcast at www.thefriendlybearpodcast.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and now on YouTube at Friendly Bear Research. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Friendly Bear Podcast.